Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, June 18th. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you had a nice, relaxing day. Um, today we are going to go through Flashpoint issues one through five. So this this is really the the entire Flashpoint story. However, there's about twenty or so tie-ins to this one book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or one story. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to which... say that uh, when I was looking up on Wikipedia, they said something about like there's sixty books that, including the Flashpoint like proper story that are all, like, devoted to this entire, like, universe. Oh, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was just kind of flipping through the online catalog and and just kind of, like, Flashpoint, Citizen Cole, Flashpoint, Canterbury Cricket, Flashpoint. Oh God, like one Cr- <laughs> A bunch of fucking... Who? Like... <laughs> Oh, there, there was plenty of that in this whole friggin' <laughs> series. Oh, I know. Yeah, I've readied up my 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 sound clip for this. Because, <laughs> and I was reading this, I was like, "Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fucking who." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but with with Flash coming out and stuff like that, we thought it'd be good to go ahead and read this and do a review of it. And uh, we're we're definitely going planning on doing a Flash review of the movie. But we wanted to go ahead and do this first. So, um, like I said, this Which is... This, do what? Definitely glad. I'm definitely glad that we are, because I really feel like this is going to help when watching the movie. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. This may confuse the fuck out of you even more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I got a feeling this movie is going to be the same, but different, if that makes any sense. Like, it's going to no, have... not at all. But. Sort, of, sort of the same, like, main beats, but... Like the the actual detailed part of it is completely different. If that makes any any sense, yeah, I guess I could I could see what you're saying. Probably, yeah. I've I've kind of had the movie the shit spoiled out of me, and it's like definitely uh you know this is the framework, but your house looks completely different than your neighbors. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Anyways, so Wellmings on this, guys. Wellmings, what is this? Is my first time reading Flashpoint. I've never read it before, so I'm glad we chose to actually do this and go ahead and read this and stuff like that. But what were y'all's like? Is this y'all's first time? And what is your Wellming of reading this book? Uh, this is probably my fourth or fifth time reading this series. The fuck you say? <laughs> <laughs> so we pretty much all know that this is my first time reading this. Um, <laughs> And I will say that my whelming is pleasantly whelmed. Um, I enjoyed it, but there was, like, like we said here at the very beginning, there's so much going on and so much happening, and I got lost in, in, in a lot of parts. And even in the beginning, like the first start of it, like it just kind of me, it took me a minute to really kind of like, it just kind of jumped in there. And so I didn't know what we were doing, what was happening, where we've been, and so it was. It, it took me a minute to really kind of piece things together. They do kind of fuck you up a little bit in the first issue, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Just, just you, the Barry, everybody's just thrown in one big mixer of shit, and you're just like, oh, well, he's just as confused as I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Richard, 
readings. You're whelming. Yeah, I uh, I think I was pleasantly whelmed. I'm not overly whelmed by the story. I I mostly like. I think I like it because of how it was a reboot for the entire DC universe that they just did on a fucking whim. (laughs) They were just literally, they had no plans. They were just like, Hey, we acquired uh, vertigo and the wildcat stuff. And we need a way to merge them in. And they were, cause this was just supposed to be like a one and done kind of flash story. And it was not going to reset everything. It was just going to do its thing and then go back to the same status quo. But then they were like, what if we reboot it? And anyway, I think I like it because of that. But yeah, I, I'm pleasantly whelmed. I'm not like super hot on that. So I would say maybe I'm like whelmed to pleasantly whelmed on it. But yeah. I got you. Yeah. I, I've heard a, I heard a story or watched a documentary or something about this whole like this flashpoint was coming up and stuff like that. And I can't remember who was like in charge at the time or whatever. I want to say like Didio. Was it Didio that was like Didio? There? No, I want to. I want to say Jeff Johns was in charge at the was time. Was Johns? Yeah, and that's the Johns reason. Johns and somebody else. Yeah. Was it Johns and Lee? Maybe. I, I can't remember, to be honest with you. I should have looked it up. But they had plans for the whole new... Like, they started talking about the new 52 and wanting to get right. that shit rolling. And they were like, well, fuck, let's just do it with Flashpoint. And it was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. <Yeah. laughs> Why not? So... Uh, my whelming, I was, like I said, my first reading of this, I was pleasantly whelmed with it. I'm not like a Flash, I've never really desired to read the Flash, only because I'm like, it's a guy that runs fast. Like, how much, how much story could you really tell about a guy that runs fast? And it's it's kind of like, I've seen the CW show, and you kind of run into the same thing there of like, I've run fast, but I must run faster this time. Yeah, it ends... Every flat that's that's with a lot of people's issue, myself included, is every flash story ends with, and then he ran a little bit faster <laughs> and he saved the day. <laughs> so yeah, but this does kind of make me like want to maybe search out some other ones because this this was a story that I have collected because I felt like this is the flash story of of all. Honestly, right. That's what I've always heard. Like anybody that's ever said, "Hey, you know, have you have you read the Flash? Are you interested? Like, read Flashpoint." So, and I, I get it uh, because the story isn't necessarily based off of speed, and I think maybe that's why it's such a a good story. But we'll get into that as we get going along. Flashpoint number one. This is a Jeff Johns, Andy Kubert, Kubert. That right? Kubert. Mm-hmm. Okay. I went all bougie with his name. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He churched it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Sandra Hope as well. So here's my synopsis. We have Barry Allen who has woken up on a world where not only is he not the fastest man alive, but his mom is alive. Batman has a reputation of watching people slip off buildings. (laughs) Aquaman and Wonder Woman are on the brink of war. So yeah, this, like I said, like uh, just going along with what Jeremy was saying, like you totally start this book off and it seems like a normal flash, whatever. And then he's fumbling downstairs. He meets his mom and it's everything you thought was the exact opposite of the flash from hearing about him. And you're just as confused as he is when, when you start going on the, down this book. When he falls down those steps, I was like, he's dead. That, that he should have died. <laughs> right? <laughs> Tumbles down a large flight of steps. I'm like, he should have broken his neck. Because when I mean, 
Uh, yeah, I, I guess I didn't even think about it because actually, and understanding it later, is that he doesn't have his powers. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have anything to to help him kind of overcome that stumble. Yeah. So yeah, I, just now thinking about it, you pointing that out, like yeah, I actually should have. He had a pretty hard fall. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like he even mentions that, like he, like he even realizes before he says something about not having his powers. He's like, hey, mom, I need your car. It's like, motherfucker, why do you need her car? You're supposed to have powers. The fastest man alive, bro. That's funny. Yeah, this is that whole thing that I was talking about where it just, like, obviously, I don't have any kind of um, back history or anything like that on, on the Flash or any of those. So it's a, it's one you just kind of get to get tossed in there and trying to figure out what's what's happening and all that kind of stuff. So it's it was a, definitely a whirlwind of a first issue. Yeah. A lot of this too is like it doesn't really matter because some of the stuff is like yeah, they introduce like a villain or something and it's like twisted, like it's a different version of that villain, but at the end of the day it doesn't really matter. Like you don't really need like there's certain things like I can mention like easter eggs as like the story goes on, but you know, I don't know. Like what I'm referring to is like Citizen Cold and the Pied Piper and all that stuff. Those are it's Captain Cold in his normal universe and Pied Piper is a villain as well. And anyway, like it doesn't really matter, but it's like a little call out to those kind mm-hmm. of things of like, oh, it's the same world, but slightly different kind of kind of stuff as the story goes on. Well, and he doesn't even like Barry doesn't even realize, see those people. Like the only thing he interacts with is his mom being alive. His yeah. dad is dead of old age, I guess. And then, um, he and at the end of the book, he encounters a Batman that's not his Batman. Yeah, I love the panel you were saying talking about villains and how we get introduced to them and stuff like that, but they're a little twisted or whatever. I mm. love the panel with Reverse Flash. That one panel of him as a blur. Oh and yeah, he just says, you know, nice to see you alive, Nora Allen, and that mm-hmm. and like that's it. And she doesn't she doesn't realize she doesn't see it, and Barry doesn't really get it. I wanted more. I kept looking to see if they did more of that throughout this, and they didn't, at least as far as I could tell. I really wanted them to do that more, like where the revert, like Professor Zoom is at some point always around Barry, but he just doesn't know it because he even mentions that in like the Batcave. I think it's in the next issue, but he's like, he could be here right now. He could be invisible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I love that, that panel as well. And I, what I didn't like, though, was all the fucking blah, blah, blah with the characters that, that we don't even see anymore. No, oh, Like yeah. you were saying, like, they're just, they're absent after this until we get to the big fight at the end. And it's like, you don't even care about them then, which is fine. But like, it just, I don't, I don't need all that jibber jabber. Just, you, you could have thrown two of those pages out of there. Yeah, I agree. All the squabbling with all the, the fucking who of, <laughs> like, they're nobodies. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a ton of them. I've got them all listed out here. Uh, you got, uh, what is it? Pied Piper. First off, Cyborg, which Cyborg is like, in this universe, he's basically like Superman. And what I mean by that is he's like the greatest superhero in this sort of world. Um, that's kind of what they're they're giving off in that, in that vibe. But uh, anyway, you got Pied Piper, Citizen Cold, uh, Green Lantern, which is Abin Sur Green Lantern, uh, Shazam or Captain Thunder, which includes all of the kids, Billy, Mary, Freddie, Pedro. I know them. Darla, Eugene, and Talking <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> um, Blackout, which is Farouk, 
Uh, he's the guy wearing the like weird like gimp mask <laughs> and uh, the outsider, which is a guy in a white suit with like a fucked up face. Uh, Sandman, which I thought was interesting since it's one of those different versions of Sandman that we sort of talked about during when we were watching the uh, reading and watching the um, the Sandman series. Uh, Element Woman and then Shade, the Changing Man and Enchantress. Element Woman's like a weird Harley Quinn or something. I don't know. She's, <laughs> I, I love. I she. I was like, she is such a tryhard, but I love it. Like she's just like someone. Someone please like me. Please like me. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently has one loose one one too many loose screws up there. Supposedly. Yes. Right. All right. So at the very end of this book, we get that that Barry has met up with this Earth Batman. And it's revealed that it's not Bruce Wayne, but it's Thomas Wayne. So because like I've spoiled the shit out of this for myself, I kind of already knew that was coming up. But what about y'all? Did y'all think it was Bruce the whole time? Did y'all think it was Thomas? Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I didn't. I didn't necessarily. I I mean, I was just just kind of reading along through it. (laughs) See what happened, I, honestly. But I did think that was a an interesting twist that it to come in there that it was Thomas, and it kind of took me a minute to realize that. And I was like, "Oh, oh wow, that's interesting." So if I'm if, to make it even more, because I I don't know where this came. I guess it's in one of the probably the backup stories that I haven't read. But if I'm not mistaken, is it not Martha in this universe that's the Joker? Yeah, I believe it's the. Really? Um, Brian Azzarello, there's like a story that Brian Azzarello wrote that it deals with, yeah, the Martha. So supposedly when Bruce gets killed, Martha like snaps in that moment and she like, she just starts laughing and she takes like the blood of Bruce and like draws like a red like face or I forget what it is. And maybe she takes a knife or something anyway. And then Thomas goes out and murders Joe Chill once he finds him and then he gets he becomes Batman. Like, he he does it a different way, and he's not, like, he doesn't go and train with Ra's al Ghul and all that stuff. He's not as as effective as Batman, like Bruce Batman, proper Batman. Oh, he's effective. Yeah, no, yeah, he is. Like, <laughs> my wife probably would argue that he's a better Batman because he actually kills people instead of just, like, beating them up and then putting them in, in a, a prison or a sane asylum. But uh, I love the, the Batcave. It's just, like, it's like a table with like a couple of his gadgets, some like booze, and the gun that murdered his family, a painting, and then like a, one of those like, I don't know, like pin boards where he can put up like, like draw the like lines to figure out clues to solving a mystery or something. It's just like nothing. It's the essentials. It's like a regular <laughs> police station to them. Yeah. A table, a pin board, and booze. That's, that's about all you need. <laughs> All right, y'all got anything else? I want to issue two. Uh, I, one thing I loved when uh, I, I love Andy Kubert's art in this a lot, and the uh, when we see Batman for the first time and he's like swinging through Gotham, I love that that shot. But I also love that you see like because of course you've got to have like Gotham still has its zeppelins for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that's really cool. I, I had to second that the art throughout this entire book yeah. is. Freaking great. So absolutely love it. Yeah, I definitely agree. Oh, 
sorry, there was one last thing when he was uh, interrogating Yo-Yo on top of that roof. And he was like, tell me where the Joker is. I need to know where her fun, uh, where the Joker's fun house is. I'm like, how many goddamn fun houses are in Gotham for, for Thomas? Like, it should be easy to find. <laughs> it's Gotham. I guess. I don't know. That's the answer always. Yeah. It's Gotham. I, and I, <laughs> so I did, uh, like, through this whole thing, I, I still read it in, like, uh, what's his name's, like, Bale. Where is he? Yeah. <laughs> I, I did too as well, especially when he's interrogating Yo-Yo when he's like, <laughs> where's the Joker? <laughs> now go back and reread it, but in Jeffrey Dean Morgan's voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot of fans wanted that. I want that still. That'd be awesome. Yeah. On to flashpoint number two. Barry convinces Thomas Wayne that he is not crazy <laughs> and to help him build an, ex- <laughs> build an electric chair for him to regain his power, his super speed. Steve Trevor gets tied up by Donna Troy and not in a sexy way. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. These things write themselves. I love I love <laughs> Thomas telling Barry that he's crazy. And I'm like, you're, oh, yeah. you're an asshole dressed like a bat. <laughs> like, <laughs> I... So one of my note for this issue was seemed pretty easy to convince Thomas Wayne of alternate universe. <laughs> like, <laughs> look at this ring. Look, I'm going to show you. There's a costume that pops out of it, and that's my costume. Oh wait, that's not my costume. Oh, it's that guy Zoom's costume. He could be here right now. You paranoid bastard! What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> he didn't kick his ass more. Like, yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, just this this whole idea of Thomas Wayne just. He's kicking his ass in the Batcave to a point, and he's, I guess he got tired. I don't know. But he was like, okay, let me hear this guy out because now he's talking about the current news, and that's the only thing that makes sense that he said. And I'm like, that's, that's really what triggers you? Yeah. That's what made you stop? <laughs> he, it's when he has that weird vision that, because you see right before it, like Batman in the background, because he's got, he's picking Barry up and, Barry's like, ah, and the like look on Batman's face is all like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of causes him to stop. But yeah. Well, but then, like, like I said, you know, the whole costumes in a ring. Here's this other guy. He's a speedster. I'll, hey, I need you to help me build a chair because mm-hmm. I need to be electrocuted <laughs> so that I can have superpowers again. I need to, I need to be doused with chemicals <laughs> and electrocuted. <laughs> That makes perfect sense. Motherfucker, not on my property. <laughs> I don't have the liability for that. Right? He's probably like, well, I, whatever. I like, I don't care. He's this Batman is very much a nihilist. He's just like, whatever. I don't care. I guess he was thinking, okay, if this son of a bitch goes along with it, there's no way he fucking survives, and that's how I get rid of him. <laughs> and we just, I'm gonna fry his ass on the balcony over here, and. Be done with them. I'll roll them off into the garden. Yeah, I'll just I'll just throw him in the bat cave. He'll just <laughs> he'll just uh, decompose back there. He'll be the new mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, when he's talking about being the fastest man alive. He's like, he just like punches him. He's like, oh, you weren't fast enough to dodge that. <laughs> I was like, that's a very Batman moment, right? I, I'm so like the whole. Getting Steve, so Steve, so Steve Trevor is on a mission to save Lois Lane because she is like 
gone double agent or secret agent or whatever on this whole war against the Amazons and Atlanteans. Yeah. I didn't care anything about his story, honestly. Yeah. Like, he came in guns blazing. He came in like total badass. And I thought it was pretty cool. But I guess he was on the run, though, really, at the same time. Yeah, they don't really explain it. And I've never, I don't read a lot of tie-ins. I try not to. So I have no earthly idea. I think it was just they wanted a cool alternate interaction with Steve Trevor and Wonder Woman. And I love what he's, she's using the lasso of truth. And she's like tied him up and he says all this stuff. And he's like, also, I think Lois Lane is the sexiest woman alive. And they <laughs> they literally draw like Wonder Woman is shocked. Like she is shooketh by that news. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the the whole, we got to put in the whole, you know, reverse of everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It just seemed a little forced, I guess, to me, and I didn't, I just didn't care. Yeah. So, who's, who, who, who's Steve Trevor? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> did you, are you, did you not even watch the Wonder Woman movie? Nope. Either one? Oh my nope. God. Steve Trevor is the all-time love interest of... Donna Troy Wonder Woman oh. like that's she's the one that he's she saved like yeah he and brought to Themyscira in the movie yeah and fell in love and all that other jazz oh usually in her origin story Steve Trevor usually somehow ends up on Themyscira Paradise Island whatever you want to call it and Wonder Woman falls in love with him. And then he either dies, and it's usually this, like, kind of lost love between her and him. Um, I have always been a Batman-Wonder Woman shipper. So I personally, I'm like, who cares about Steve Trevor? I always like <laughs> Batman and Wonder Woman getting getting together. I think that's a cool pairing, but yeah. anyway. Oh, okay. guess that makes a little sense. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, that's all I really got for this issue. Y'all got anything else? Yeah, I just think it's funny that Thawne did stick the suit in Barry's ring. Like, Thawne is such a dick. (laughs) He's such a a psycho. Like, y'all have never read, but, like, Thawne is literally the definition of, like, a stalker. Because his whole origin is he's from, what is like, the 25th century. Mm. He's, like, super obsessed with the Flash. And he wants to be the Flash, and he has the way, like, due to the the Flash Hall of Fame or whatever it's called, um, he knows, like, how the Flash was created. So he recreates it and makes himself the Flash of his, like, century. Then he goes back and meets the Flash and basically, uh, what is it, syndromes himself where he meets his hero, but his hero doesn't really like him. So he's like, oh, I'm going to be a supervillain now and make my hero's life a living hell to the point where he even essentially creates himself by because if the flash never existed then he would never exist so he goes back and kills Nora Allen which is you know the whole point of this kind of story here and just the fact that he sticks his his suit in Barry's ring at some point is just such a dick move (laughs) I like it (laughs) The other thing is, like, those, I was just, my note for when Barry gets struck by lightning and it doesn't work, I was like, third degree burns and chemical burns. Good job, Barry. Oh, that was a horrendous looking scene. Like, yeah, that, yeah. like that, that made me hurt. 
So I just, and then it's not like he can super heal himself, which I'm like, what, what, what are you going to do? Like, how are you even alive? How does this even work? I don't understand. <laughs> I need somebody to educate me here. Most of the time, it's never explained with Flash. That's one of the other reasons why I'm not a big fan of him. It's always just hand wavily explained with Speed Force. It's the Speed Force. Speed Force. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Yeah, that's it for me. Right. On to issue three. Very convinced as Thomas Wayne of something stupid to do twice. Lois Lane. <laughs> Lois Lane and us, the readers, run into the resistance. So yeah, if it if you know, lightning doesn't strike twice or whatever, but I guess in Barry's case it does. Yeah. And you know, if it doesn't work the first time, try try again. And that's what we did. We're we're going to keep zapping the fuck out of him until he has superpowers. <laughs> that's the or he dies, <laughs> one or the other. Like and just we're talking about like how he says like seventy five percent of his body I think is third degree burns. I'm like, how did it? How are you even moving, like, with those kind of burns? I was concerned about his dick. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because that would be painful. Uh, I I imagine everything is painful at that point. (laughs) I I agree, but I'm just saying, like, third-degree burns and chemical, whatever else, like, on your dick and balls, that's got to be miserable. (laughs) (laughs) Look about the chafing. Right? Yeah. No, he's right. fine. He's he's a he's a mummy now. Like they, yeah. they, they wrapped him head to toe in bandages. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so you know, he, he sits there and convinces Thomas Wayne to take his ass back out there again and get struck by lightning. And then then he also has his got superpowers to go around. So I don't know if they just got the composition right. I don't know what the deal was. Maybe you know, singeing the meat first helped it, you know, <laughs> get cooked all the way through. Tenderizing it or time. something. <laughs> it's so the chemicals could absorb better into the muscle tissue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all exposed, basically, yeah, now. exactly. <laughs> he looks like fucking dark, man. <laughs> but then he's like, hey, um, we gotta find the most, like, powerful person on this planet. And his name's Superman, by the way, because there's not a better name for him. Um, and <laughs> and I bet he's being held up at a government facility right now. So we're going to break into that motherfucker too. And and Wayne's like, yeah, I got a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because your shit's not been crazy enough as it is. I got a guy. And I love the like before that too, where he's talking about like trying to get him the, the whole costume and everything. And uh Flash is like, no, I can't I can't wear this one and I gotta make me a whole new one. And we're like, oh, okay, well, it's gonna it going to be a minute, and he just goes, and then he's back, and he's like, all right, here we go. He's like, yeah, let me, uh, just let me reverse those colors for you real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. All right. right. Well, see, that's, that's the thing, too, like, that bugs me about the, fl- like, everything's just, because he's really fat, like, how can he fit the ring in, uh, fit the suit into the ring? Because he's really fast. Well, that makes no sense. Why? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> How is he able to change the colors of the suit? He's really fast. What does that even mean? <laughs> I can fold at super speeds, which makes things tiny. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, real quick, the one thing I did like at the very first page of this issue is we learned that apparently uh, Cyborg is made in America. He literally has a badge on his arm that says made in yes. America. <laughs> oh, yes. That's what I'm talking about. America. <laughs> It was easy to get Cyborg to jump on his side, too. Like, I know we're skipping over the part where, like, he's talked to the president or whatever at that 
and like the president's like, hey, uh, you've done your best, but uh, it's not good enough this time. So Eddie, soldier, we got it from here. We'll figure it out. And so I guess Cyborg's trying to, you know, sit there and make up for that. Yeah. By by being very gullible with Batman at this point in time. So um, the uh, there was a reference to I wanted to bring up where uh, Flash is having his like memories of this world coming back that I, I just think it's cool. He mentions he's talking with another forensic uh, person and he mentions about this bridge and how they never finished the bridge, but no one ever questions it or no one ever remembers it. That's a reference to another big Flash story called The Flash of Two Worlds. Okay. It's where the Flash brings Jay Garrick and Keystone City into it. And those cities like Flash's city and Jay Garrick's cities are just separated by that bridge. And huh. since he became or he never became in this universe the Flash, then that bridge never gets connected. Okay. Huh. I thought that was a cool little, little Easter egg reference. That is yeah. cool. It'd be even cooler if I'd known about it, but... <laughs> I mean, do they sit there and take too much credit as far as like people knowing Flash stuff when they put stuff like that in there, or is it just like uh, or is it just like, hey, this is solely for those like Flash? Yeah, fans. I think it's like, that. I think it's just a if you're a big Flash fan, you'll go like, hey, like you know how like movies do sometimes. It's like, hey, I, n- I understand that Easter egg or reference yeah. or whatever. And for the other readers, it's just like a okay, moving on. I don't know what this means, but moving on. <laughs> Steve Trevor, fuck him. All right, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm starting to get trickle in there like, hey, I know that person. Hey, I, I know that reference. <laughs> well, you were all about the Batsons. I was like, yes. Yes, yeah. we've done something. We have, know. We have taken a little bit, just a <laughs> tiny amount of DC knowledge and we have plugged it in his little goldfish brain. <laughs> and it's there. It's there and it stayed. And as soon as I said, like, Tawny, I was like, oh, hey, I know Tawny. <laughs> Which is funny because you didn't even remember Tawny when we were talking about them in the movie. Well, I see, yeah. but now like, that you, we talked about it, it made it more of an impression there. So, Yes. Well, I'll ask this. Do you remember Etrigan, the demon? We've mentioned him a bunch of times on this. Yeah, and he's supposed to be, well, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm going to sound either really stupid or really to actually remember things, which is probably both. But, um, <laughs> like, and and he kind of supposed to be like what y'all had said, like, as far as the almost Mephisto of this world. No, I, I think we, we did. So you did. I think you asked if he was that, but he's not really. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, I think, I think I know where, how your, how your mind is working there on remembering him. <laughs> there was another demon. Yeah. Yeah. But we talked about Etrigan when we were talking about the Sandman and then. The episode where he goes to hell, Etrigan was supposed to be like the gatekeeper or whatever there in oh, that, yeah. that episode. Mm-hmm. And they replaced him with something oh, else right. because yeah, yeah. it being a whole DC property and they're somewhat splitting it off, it looks yeah. like. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember that now. But yeah, he's he's part of the resistance. I, back when, I don't think I mentioned this, but I've, I read this originally way back when 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 they reveal Grifter from fucking what is it Wildstorm or Wildcats the Wildcats I, uh, I was like are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> he like Grifter yes. like he he is from the reason why I'm saying this Jeremy is he is from a very 90s era of comics 
Which is why he looks the way he looks. I was about to say, I kind of get that from like the little like spawn mask kind of yeah. looking thing. <laughs> yeah. The mask, whatever that is. The muscles, the pouches. The pouches, yes. The guns. Yeah. So that's that's Etrigan, the big dude in the back. Yeah. The demon with oh. the like weird kind of like ears. Yeah. He speaks in rhyme because, like I said, in I think Sandman, oh, yeah. that like demons in hell like to speak in rhyme. It's like a whole thing with them. Yeah. Don't get confused with that big cricket thing either. <laughs> uh, Canterbury Cricket, which is like, who? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and like, this whole team is a bunch of fucking who, except for Etrigan. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's Mrs. Hyde, Lady Godiva, Etrigan, Grifter, and Canterbury Cricket. And, uh, but Canterbury Cricket looks literally like the, the, the mon or the creatures from District 9. Like, it just looks straight right? out from that movie. Right? <laughs> so, was Grifter, was he a Jim Lee character? Ooh, I have no earthly idea. I will look that up. Because Wildcats was like, wasn't that an image property or whatever? And yeah. I believe it was like Jim, because I think he was either Jim Lee or Rob Liefeld character. And I want to say Jim Lee. He's recently come back into like, Grifter has come yeah. back into DC Comics. Which leads yeah. me more to believe that that's a Jim Lee character. Uh, it's Jim Lee. The creators are Jim Lee and Brandon Choi. Okay. Well, like I said, that makes that makes sense because Jim Lee's big dog over there now. Yeah. Big dog. Does he? So, so does Grifter have any special abilities or anything? Really? I just told all my Grifter knowledge. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he has telepathy, a psychic link, and he's just really good with firearms. Gotcha. He's almost like Mantis. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, uh, what did y'all think of the emancipated or uh, the the? I can't even say that word. So whatever. What did y'all think about the freaking skinny Superman they oh, found? Ema emaciated. Yes, emaciated. That's it. <laughs> emancipated. Emancipated. That's fine. He, they, he did get emancipated, but like. <laughs> yeah. Um. I love that. That was one of my favorite yeah. reveals of this story. Yeah, I, I have to. I'd say I, I liked it too. I thought that was. I was really like because. You could definitely see the the whole whenever he brings in the comment of like he he's apparently never seen the sun. I thought that was that was really cool. This is the most horrifying panel out of this whole <laughs> fucking book right here with the, his skinny ass face and those big ass eyes that look like they're about to pop out and shit after he's he's lasered off somebody's arm. Like yeah, that's one of my favorite. Not that image, but I just love. This is one of the reasons why I like the story is. They get Superman, and you think, you know, Superman's going to help. And no, he just fucks off. <laughs> he just goes away. And it's just really funny. I love it. Because they're like, oh, we're fucked. <laughs> Barry's like, yes, we're saved. And then he flies off. He's like, oh, we're fucked. <laughs> Batman was right. <laughs> we also, there's like a off mention with Cyborg talking about, uh, it was like the Superman project. And... There was subjects like one, two, and three. Um, it's a reference to, well, obviously we see Crypto's skeleton, which is kind of fucked up. And uh, the other one's probably Kara, Supergirl. Okay. Uh, I was wondering, because I was like, I don't know what animal that is. Yeah. Like, it looked a like a dog, but I was like, that's a big, big dog. Like, that didn't look like a... So, poor puppy. 
Also, like, just because last week we mentioned, or you mentioned, you made a reference to the butterfly effect. They literally mentioned the butterfly effect in this <laughs> in this issue. Yeah, whenever, like, he, he took off like that, I, I, it was one of those, like, okay, it's just setting up for him to come back later at some point to save the day or whatever. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. You don't yeah. know what's going to happen in this book. I mean. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, kind of what we were talking about before, too, as far as all the different things that go with it. And like, you get down to the bottom of this is next Shazam. I was like, Hey, <laughs> probably not the book that we read, but Hey, <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I do like that. They gave him captain thunder. Yeah. Like should, should they take that over? Should DC just run with that as like captain thunder instead of like the whole Shazam thing or whatever the case is. Maybe I don't, I don't like captain thunder, but I'm fine with that. Cause it, at least it makes more sense because he can't really say his name without transfer. Like, what's your name? I'm Shazam. <laughs> he turns into Billy. It's like, oh, crap. Of course, we did learn that he, I guess he has to mean it. So that's the way I guess they can scapegoat that. But right. All right. On to issue four, unless y'all have any objections. Nope. Nope. Barry, Thomas, and Victor fight their way out of a, out of trouble. Uh, they regroup at the Batson house. The team forms. The fight is on, and we get our first casualty. Yeah, oh, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I love, I love how they like they Kool Aid man the the Batson's house. <laughs> <laughs> they did. That's funny. Yeah, they really did. Well, Element Woman saved the day. I know. Yeah. yeah. So, so is, she, is she accepted now? I, I guess. mean, she's accepted. She's part of a group. I I liked the. <laughs> I liked them trying to, I, I don't know if y'all did this, at least I did, the, like, them trying to make you think that maybe she's the spy for Wonder Woman. Yeah. But, but yeah. she's not, and anyway, I just like that, that she's, she's just, like I said, she's just very, like me, please like me. <laughs> I just want to be on a super team. <laughs> I felt like the, the dialogue threw me off with the whole Batsons, like, I can't remember exactly what it was, but. Oh, you talk, I think I know what you're talking about. You're talking about how. Eugene kept calling Billy Freddy. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's intentional, and I think it's supposed to imply that Eugene, because he's playing, what is he, like playing a Game Boy or something? I think it's implying that Eugene is not paying attention, and he's just calling Freddy, or calling Billy Freddy, even though it's not Freddy talking. <laughs> but everybody else rolls with it, like, oh, yeah, it's normal. Yeah. Eugene doesn't give a fuck, so he just calls everybody whatever name they what he wants. It's either that or it's a typo. I don't know for sure. I'm going with typo, but whatever. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I just now got to the part where <laughs> y'all talking about the Kool-Aid man in, into the door. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it just kicks the door down. And why is it? So if you go to the next page, you got Flash laying on the, the couch there and they're all like crowding around him and stuff like that. And you got Batman in the backdrop. Why does he have to look creepy as fuck in this kid's house? Who, Batman? Like, <laughs> look at it back there. It looks like a demon. Yeah. <laughs> like, the way his cape is, like, almost making tendrils. Son of a bitch looks like he's death. Wait, don't bury to die. <laughs> I am death. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, that's funny. Where, where does, like, Element Woman, where does she, where she keep these juice boxes? <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> it's the same. It's, it's what they call a prison purse. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's the same place where Barry keeps that note that he gives to Batman at the end of the story. Right? 
Right? <laughs> I, was, I was really wondering. I was like, where do you, Barry, where'd you keep that note? Like, <laughs> well, it was like it comes out on a wet and yeah, soggy. Exactly. Like, like, ew. Because <laughs> there's no pockets on the fucking flash suit. And there really should be. Yeah. Let's be honest. There really should be pockets on the flash suit. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not aerodynamic. You can't be you can't be nineties and have pouches all over and, and be the fastest man alive. Oh. Uh, I mean, if you can have a ring that spits out a suit, surely you can have a utility belt kind of thing around you where you can just like pack stuff in there. Yeah. Like you're stuffing a crab. <laughs> <laughs> um we get to see Hal Jordan, and he's still a pilot. Yep. So yeah. That's nice. Yeah, I liked that little uh, Green Lantern and Green Arrow reference. And uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. one of um, he's in the he's in the movies as well. The Hector Hamlin, he apparently still has it out for Hal. He's the guy that's kind of like berating uh, Hal at that very beginning when he's all like, "Yeah, I'm the one who's going to launch the missile," and he's like, you know. The world's on, on the brink of extinction and you're bragging about this. That's Hector Hamlin, the villain of the Ryan Reynolds um, Green Lantern movie, the guy with gotcha. the big like, head. <laughs> Chrome Dome, yeah. 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 Gotcha, gotcha. I, was, I was like, I was glad to it because I was another person that I actually knew. So I was like, hey, hey there's that guy. Oh, he's gone now. <laughs> like it was just... <laughs> it was Which one? What are you talking about? Hal. Oh. <laughs> like, I know Hal. I've heard of him. And then, oh, never mind. He's, his story's done. Yeah. No, it's not done. <laughs> well, in this it is, but yeah. like, he, he actually has his own spinoff in this. <laughs> oh, does he? I can't remember how many books it was. It was either a one shot or it was three books, one or the other. <laughs> does he really? Even though he dies? Like, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. So. Like there's, I'm telling you, like when I sit there and say Canterbury Carrot Cricket had its own, it's better. Book? Canterbury Carrot, that's fine too. Canterbury. <laughs> <laughs> like he had his own spinoff thing too. That's crazy. Like Jeez. who would want to read that? Like, <laughs> I think I actually have them. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was trying to get everything Flashpoint. Dang. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of work. It has been. <laughs> it has been. Oh, uh, so we get like a nice little Batman and Flash powwow and kind of letting them know, hey, this is what I'm really up to, by the way, just so you know. Um, yeah, I, I just want to get this shit over with. I, he lays it on thick for Thomas because at one point he's like, Bruce would have helped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn. Uh, he definitely knew how to pull his strings. That's for sure. All right. So we get to the final fight. Did y'all see that? Like, I was like, holy shit, this bitch is tearing Captain Thunder apart. And then freaking Billy got it quick. And I was like, oh, that's, that's like, what do you do? Like, now you just have just kids sitting there on the battlefield. Like, that's, I don't know. That's probably, that's pretty beast mode. I'm just letting you know, like, to go yeah. after and like strike a kid from behind. Yeah. It's really <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. To like stab him in the back. The Amazonians are like, just murder a kid. Sure, why not? Slaughter the boy child. Um, I love when they transform into Captain Thunder. We actually see Tawny is actual He Man's battle cat, right? Like just straight. That is battle cat. It's not green armor, but it looks just like battle cat, <laughs> right? That's pretty great. I don't like their logo. It, it I, I just don't like it. Yeah, 
the it looks like a a wish version of the Flash logo. A wish version. <laughs> <laughs> it does actually. Yeah, it really does. Uh, would y'all expect to see Professor Zoom there at the end? Did not. I was wondering when he was going. I mean, he had to come into play here soon because we're only had one issue <laughs> after this. But um, yeah, just that that was what Billy dying is what apparently threw it all off or something. Well, it was at the final battle and stuff like that. And he explains here in issue five why he basically just doesn't give a fuck anymore about Barry. And it's, he doesn't need him anymore kind of thing. So, and this will go on to be like how Zoom is able, like he's a, he's a walking paradox now and how he can die and then he'll just come back. And that's how they explain. It's just, he's now kind of this walking paradox that even though he died here, he can be somewhere else again. Yeah. Issue five. Yep. All right. Flashpoint issue five, the final issue of this. The truth of this world and its existence is revealed. The reverse Flash is free from his time bondage. Barry gets a pep talk from his mom and worlds collide. So, yeah. Man, fucking, like, once again, Thawne, Eobard Thawne is such a fucking psycho. When he's just like <laughs> gloating to Barry and then he's like, oh, you can't remember? And he like vibrates his hand and like sticks it into his brain. He's like, let me help you remember. It just looks so painful. <laughs> well, he's like, let me help you remember. This is going to hurt. Yeah. Lucky me. Yeah. And like, it actually says lucky me. And yeah. like, he's such a goddamn psycho. <laughs> I like how, I like how he gets finished off, honestly, by Batman. Like yeah. that was, <laughs> yeah. so, that was pretty much the highlight and, and the, the the words he used after were like, "Hey, yeah, don't monologue in the middle of a war, dumbass." <laughs> yeah, my that my note for that was like, I I love that moment. It's like probably my favorite moment. The I don't know if we're gonna watch it, but the animated version is slightly different, and I always get the two confused. Now I know which one's which. Um, but I love it as well. It's really cool how he ends up killing Eobard. In, in the animated version. Um, eventually, there's a slight sequel to this story. I, well, I mean, there there's multiple sequels to this story, but uh, The Button uh, is a sequel to this, and I really, really want us to read it because I love how Batman fights uh, Reverse Flash in that one as well. Yeah, The Button was... That is a good story. I'm kind of upset that I got rid of it. That is a good one. <laughs> So I liked how the resistance comes in and I like the way everybody looks. I think it's quite funny because really when you first see that, at least when I first saw that panel, the only characters that I saw were Grifter and (laughs) this funky looking cricket man that's like got a worm or something sticking out of his mouth. I don't know what that is. It's weird. It's gross looking. Um, But then everybody behind those two are just kind of like background characters at this point in time. And it's like, oh, Look, there's the rest of them. So, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Mrs. Hyde looks like a like a Hulk ripoff or something. Looks like right. Grandma Hulk. Grandma Hulk. It's <laughs> great. Um. All right. And then Superman comes back because I guess he got tired of it. I I don't know. I don't know what. But even he can't even save the day. Honestly, <laughs> so I, it doesn't even matter that he's here. No, it doesn't. But I just love like Enchantress is kind of like talking like she's. She too is monologuing. She's like, ah, it doesn't matter who wins. I'm just having a lot of fun. 
and then you hear this like, <laughs> and Barry looks up and goes, knew it, and then it just squishes her. <laughs> Superman just fucking squishes Enchantress. I didn't realize that's what he did. That's funny. Yeah, no, he murders her. <laughs> he like, like something out of the boys, like just straight up squishes her. Freaking decimates her. <laughs> I don't, you know, y'all talking about how like Flash brings this note back to Bruce. Where's Thomas have it at the whole time that he's fighting? I mean, his suit looks pretty tattered up as it is. In his utility belt. He has, he's got pouches on pouches (laughs) on that utility belt. But I'm just saying, like, look at this outfit. Like, he's got shoulders showing and half of his cowl is all jacked up. And like, he's like, hey, I got this letter. It kind of shows him coming out of the out of his uh, pouch a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, so it's still, the pouch is still buttoned, it looks like, but you know. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like he had it behind the pouch. <laughs> it's even safer here. So, the next little bit, we get um, Barry talking to his mom. And again, I went back to, is everyone in this world so easily convinced? Like, Barry strolls up to his mom's house and he's like, hey, I've, you know, I've got to save the world or whatever the case is. Next thing you know, he's on the couch and he says, but there has to be a way I can save everyone, including you. And she says, Barry, if you stopped yourself, it's like she understands at this point in time, like how much time did you really have to talk to your mom to make her understand what all's going on right now? She didn't even know who, like, what the Flash was. Yeah, right. He drew her. He drew her into the Speed Force, and they had a whole month long conversation <laughs> within a matter of seconds. <laughs> like anybody who knows anybody that has a mom or anything like that, if you came to your mom with some crazy bullshit like this, they've got questions, lots yeah. of them, and they're oh, gonna yeah. want them answered before you can go any further. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. <laughs> you smoking crack, Barry? <laughs> I will say too, like on that, like when he starts this whole running thing, and we got to this this panel, like where he's he's running, I was like, I had to take a second glance. I thought like his leg had broken like over his shoulder or something in that panel. <laughs> he had momentum, man. He was just going with it. Like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's funny. Falling with style. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> the the shot where we see the weird lady talking about the the like converging the three different universes, which is talking about vertigo, wildcats and DC, like that's merging. But that's what it reminded me of was like falling with style with like the different transitions of Barry, like, Oh, ah, ah, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ding, dang. What a bing, bang. <laughs> Wouldn't that like in that character called Trinity. Is that who that character is? Uh, you know what? I don't even know. And I didn't even look her up because she doesn't matter. <laughs> I was going to say, I think she was like created and like teased to be something and then like not shit happened with her. Yeah. And then they were like, hey, let's bring her chick back in there. And they did this. And it was like, oh, that's it. That's all we needed her for. There you go. <laughs> so I guess like, did he actually change? Is it a different world than what he originally thought? Like, yes. This comic ushered in the new 52, yeah. which was like a big reboot for it was all new number ones for every book that came out. And they were trying to do what was it like 52 books coming out every month? 
Yeah. Um, they oh, wow. would then refer to this later on as, I believe, Prime Earth. And then the original Earth back then was like post-crisis on Infinite Earths was known as New Earth. So anyway, it, we'll get into that. Eventually, I do want us to read like multiple sequels to... I think this is a great kind of like start of you're like dipping your toe into the craziness that is how DC reboots their stories with different crises and everything else. Um, Eventually, I do want us to read some more of those so you can kind of understand what we mean when we say post-crisis, pre-crisis, New 52, all this stuff. Army-wimey bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was a way to sit there. New 52 was a way to sit there and start it was almost like DC's version of the ultimate universe. It was a way to have like Batman and Superman and all these other DC characters available and create these stories without having to worry about however many years of comic book history laid before it. Yeah. So that there was no constraints to whoever wanted to write Batman to whoever wanted to write Superman like you could start over fresh and create your own like mythos of Batman and whatever else. Yeah. Marvel just said, you know, here's a whole new universe and play with it. <laughs> so I like Batman's face whenever like Flash zooms into the Batcave to hand over the, the letter from Thomas to <laughs> <laughs> like, who surprises Bruce Wayne? Yeah. Like, yeah, not many people, but I figured it'd be like, Bruce be like fucking hell Barry Jesus knock (laughs) you speedy son of a bitch it's like he's trying to piece together a bomb or something and then it's just (laughs) just blows up in his face I really wish I thought and I think it's the the cartoon version but I think we get more of like what the letter is like what the letter says to Bruce Um, I really wish we'd have gotten that in this well that's what comes up in the button is it not yeah, maybe that's where I'm remembering it from then. I think the button, we get more of the letter. Yeah. Which, if I'm not mistaken. Eobard, spoilers for that, Eobard tears it up. Yeah, he's an ass. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Wait a minute. He's one of Flash's, he's up there to me as like one of my favorite villains in the DC universe. Just because he's such a fucking psycho. <laughs> right? Well, Flash saved the day. Created a whole new universe. Didn't save his mom again. But, you know, hey, some stuff's gotta happen, man. Gotta happen. Which I want to say that's also the introduction to all the new, like, we see Batman in his new 52 costume. And I think that's Flash's new 52 costume. Though they didn't add the, like, yellow lines. Because I know he has that in his new 52, like, stories. But, yeah. You do that letter, did you? It's the at the beginning of the first issue. It was like yellow uh, snippets, where he's like, "Oh, where's the? Narrator? I'm not the hero of the story." And yeah, all this other kind of stuff. That's the letter because if you look at it, it, whenever he looks and whenever he opens it, at the very end, you can read some of it, and it's this this um, the first lines of like. The only thing I see is it says, "Dear son." There, there's, there's only, only one. one thing that I know about life. I know some things happen by chance, and then that's all I get. Yeah, and then and some things happen because we make them happen. Where did you? Oh, okay, he's seen it, that see it, the like first it's issue. in the first issue. Uh, okay, yeah, see, it, like 
that's that's like your first panel. That's pretty cool. Yeah, look, look at you, Jeremy. Put shit together like a fucking nerd boss. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is cool. It is the letter. <laughs> well, I'll be damned. It even <laughs> it even is done like it looks like a piece of paper. With, yeah. Huh. I've gone huh. almost 10 years <laughs> without knowing that. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, man. Yeah. Maybe be interested to know if there's like anything else in it, but yeah, that's at least part of it. Man, he wrote a lot of shit on that one little piece of paper. He did. <laughs> it's really ha- small handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he's Batman. Right? <laughs> but yeah, this book was, I don't think it was really loved by a lot of people, especially <laughs> when it came out. I think uh, a lot of people have warmed up it up to it over the years. Um, it has influenced a lot. Like it's been in the CW TV show they've done it. It's influenced the recent movie that's coming out. I think it's in like one of the like Injustice video games or something. Like they reference it. Um, it's like the flat. It's arguably one of the Flash's biggest stories ever. Like uh, arguably the biggest story. Yeah. I know that the most recent story, the arc, uh, the One Minute War. I haven't read it, but I've heard a lot of people say it's really good. Yeah, yeah, so I've heard that as well. That would probably be the next thing that I would would read. Like after that, I don't know what else like would be decent to read from the Flash. Like I just don't know, you know what? Because it just seems like it's one of those characters where they just have the one really big title, the yeah. one really big story. The the and this isn't like a flash book, but um, I think it's Crisis on Infinite Earths where he like saves the day by like sacrificing himself. Yes, um, that's a good one. There's the Flash of Two Earths, which is a really old one that's um really popular. Um, there's the I think the Trial of the Flash where Flash is framed for murder. That's another big one. Um, but yeah, and then Johns would go on to do the Button. Doomsday Clock that sort of ties all into this. And then uh, there's Flashpoint Beyond, which came out last year sometime that continues on because it brings back Thomas Wayne, Batman, in that story. He comes back multiple times in some different stories as well. He was even during the Tom King um, Batman, Batman run. He came back during all that. Yeah, hey, I couldn't read that. Tom King yeah. is just not for me. I can't yeah. I can't do it. He's fine. Like I said, I eventually want to read his Supergirl for us, especially since they're gonna probably do a movie about it. Um, that story's really great. I agree with you. His Batman sucks. I don't like his Batman. Um, I don't think he's really great at telling a Batman story, but everything else that I've read from him, I say everything else. I've only read one other story from him, but <laughs> I like that. <laughs> his Raw Shack sucks too. Oh, does it? Yes. At least for me, it did. So I like I like Watchmen, the Watchmen story proper. I hate anything else from Watchmen universe. <laughs> I, I just I think it's a good self-contained story. I don't need to know every little aspect of all those different characters. Well, any last thoughts on this show? No, I don't think so. Just it was like I said, overall good book. Just uh, there's a lot to it. So. Would y'all? Um want to would y'all recommend the story to anybody uh, <laughs> i don't know i guess i probably would if somebody's really interested in the flash maybe but 
I don't know. Not my top ten necessarily. I I definitely would. Um I just like it because of the ending. I just love the Batman moment with with Barry and Bruce. Um, I the my final thoughts are if this movie is half is close to this story, then it's probably going to be a pretty good movie. Um, yeah. yeah, hopefully it is. I have not seen it yet. I'm going to try to soon, but yeah, I'll say this much: I think they've got the one go at it. If they're going to do this, they better do it right because we don't need a whole Dark Phoenix saga bullshit going on. <laughs> God, yes. Where they try to redo it however many times to get it right. Mm-hmm. So, one more question. And I, I bring, I bring this question up because of, you know, we talked about the many tie ins that this has, this being a, uh, an overarching story and stuff like that involving lots of different characters, lots of other side stories going on. How does this compare with Annihilation Conquest? Because we just recently read that, and one of our things was, you know, it seems like you needed to read the tie-ins in that story to actually understand or give a fuck about most of the characters in that story. Whereas this one, for me anyways, I didn't feel like I needed to do that. I I felt like I could just read Flashpoint and I'd be satisfied with that story. Yeah, and I'd have to agree there because I think one of the things I was was saying is that... um, and I like about this one, and I because I agree with you as far as I didn't feel like I needed to read the other ones to know what's happening, unlike the other one. But on this one, it made me want to go read them and to be able to kind of know more about those characters, possibly, or in in the the Happy Cricket, whatever his name is, um, uh, Canterbury Cricket. Yeah, uh, Happy Cricket. <laughs> like just going to find out about actually wanting to go find those and not necessarily needing them to really know the storyline. Yeah, I think I, I kind of agree with you, Michael, and you, Jeremy. Like, it's, it, this is how it should be. It's, it's, it's a seven or seven, wow, five-issue story. I don't need to read tie-ins because I fucking hate that shit. I really don't like it. I know they do it to sell more books, but I hate it. And if I'm interested in seeing Grifter or whoever, uh, I can go read that tie-in. That's the way it should be. The core story should be in the main sort of book. And that's all I need to know. And I I think it, yeah, I think it did a good job for that. So Cool. If you're interested about the tie-ins, here's a quick list of what I have found. Oh, Lord. All right, we'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Avan Sir the Green Lantern, Batman of Night of Vengeance, Sinison Cold, Dead Man the Flying Graysons, Deathstroke and the Curse of the Ravager, Emperor Aquaman, Frankenstein and the Creatures of the Unknown, Green Arrow Industries, Grot of War, Hell Jordan, Kid Flash Lost, Lois Lane than the Resistance, Project Superman, Reverse Flash, Secret Seven, The Canterbury Cricket, The Legion of Doom, The Outsider, uh, and then Flashpoint, Wonder Woman and the Furies. Just a few. Just a few. <laughs> Some of those are one-shots. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. All right, so before we close out, I meant to mention this earlier, but completely forgot. Uh, want to sit there and send condolences out to the Ramita family because oh, yeah. John Ramita Sr. passed away here, I think, earlier this week. So condolences out to that family. Great contributor to the comic book community. Amazing artist as well. So, um, again, just thank you 
for all your work, for all your effort, for everything that you put in that we enjoy. We greatly appreciate you and may you rest in peace. Yes. All right. We got anything else? I'm good. That's it. Cool. Jeremy, where can they find you at? Uh, They can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. That's Night with a K. And you can find me here. Awesome. Richard, where can they find you at? Uh, if you want to contact me directly, I have a Twitter and an Instagram. You can find me under the handle Night Curry, night like day and night, and curry with a K. Uh, if you want to contact us directly, we have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, talk and Instagram, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. And if you want to check us out on Twitter, we have a Twitter handle of Comically Comics with an X. That's all I give us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I tried, people. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> right? Got to figure it out so it's all underneath one name. I just don't know what yet. But anyway. Cool. Well, you can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comics. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. With all that being said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Or happy Father's Day, Jeremy. <laughs> Bye. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Jeremy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>